What up, Dangle Bangers? It's your girl Timo and Mandy, and we dangling, dangling. Welcome to episode eight, everybody. Yes, honey. And today we have a very special guest, our very first guest. We have the lovely Shaquita Hyman, better known as the unconventional Southern Belle. What's up, Shaquita? Hey, y'all. Hey. So, Shaquita, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, Lord. Um, I am Shaquita, though. Um, I'm from South Carolina originally. I think we all are. Are we all South Carolina? Yes. yes honey. Yeah, South Carolina. Lake City, South Carolina. PD stand up. <clears throat> Nobody <Okay>. judge me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I'm currently living in Burlington, North Carolina. I went from one big city to another uh, with my husband. And uh, we own a couple businesses here. We also actually own a business in Rock Hill. And I know we are all alumni of Winthrop. Um, we own a business, and it is actually about a block down the street from Winthrop. So that is still blowing my mind, even though we're like a year and a half in. Um, oh, no, business. Go oh, <laughs> we have a Merry Maids in Rock Hill. So if you need that house oh, clean, if you need that business clean, because Corona's in these streets, call us up. And we'll hook you up. In uh, Burlington, we own a dry cleaner. We actually own two. We own one in Burlington, one on Chapel Hill. It's called Clean and Press for Less. If you need them clothes clean, you need them comforters clean, them rugs, because Toronto's out in them streets. I don't know if they, if they live on clothes. Don't listen to me, y'all. I'm out here spreading misinformation. But still, clean your clothes, because nobody needs dirty clothes. Um, so, yeah, I, like Amanda said, am a blogger. I own the Unconventional Southern Bell LLC. I've been doing this for almost three years, and um, yeah, I like people for the most part, 75% of the time. <laughs> Listen, so we love that. to hear it. Come on, <laughs> entrepreneurship. Come on. Woo! Well, Queen, yeah. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Um, so how has y'all week been going? How are, how are things? Let's do a quick check-in, Mandy. <laughs> um. Mm. Not that great, to be honest Ooh, with you. I was about to say, it's they just, didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not been that great. And, um, I mean, considering what's going on within the Black community, um, I, I've been internalizing it a little bit more than I probably should. And mm. so I finally had to, like, delete Facebook and Instagram just because I was absorbing so much of the information and I can't mm-hmm. control the content. So I just mm-hmm. kind of had to, um, you know, I'll check my DMs or whatever, but, like, I deleted it physically off my phone. But, you know, this too shall pass, hopefully, and hopefully a change will come. What about you? Oh, yeah, it's definitely, it's so crazy that you said that. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but, like, it just seems like I was recover. Well, I can't even say recovering. I was just getting over the first round of Black Deaths, to be honest with you, with Amaya Arbery and Breonna Taylor, and then, like, you know, George Floyd and then the whole situation with, you know, the black birder, Christian Cooper. It was just so much because it was like I was still processing the first one. So this was definitely a rough week. Um, And then yeah, I tried to get away with this weekend, but we had protests in Seattle and they got out of hand. So it was definitely a lot. It was, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. Um, but I also deleted social media, so we'll see how that goes. I kind of missed it a little. I saw myself <laughs> scrolling on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, oh, do I you need know a new you got job? Your boy to go scrolling on LinkedIn. What kind of news is going on in the workplace today? Oh <laughs> I, I was literally like, oh, do you know <laughs> how to? <laughs> I can't even take it serious, but I literally was on LinkedIn scrolling. So it's a shame, um, but I'm proud of myself for not adding them back. And, you know, LinkedIn was there for me. I appreciate you, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Quita? How, how's your week? <laughs> I can I can echo the same. Just very exhausting. I was, like I was telling you guys, I, I pretty much slept the whole day. My, my body crashed and it was like, you know what, girl, we done. I um, have not deleted social media, but I have not been on it, which is weird because I'm a social media influencer and it's kind of what I do. But you know what? At this point, I really don't care because I'm black. So figure it out. I ain't fooling with y'all. You can call out black. I'm out black. Listen, I'm calling out black. So, but yeah, it's been a whole lot. Same Amanda, I've been internalizing a lot more than I normally have I'm getting real soft in my old age I've seen a lot of people say how they're <laughs> how they're numb to it or they are just they're used to it and I'm going in the opposite way I'm just becoming more sensitive and I don't know just mm, I know a lot of influencers have talked about it on their platforms and I have not and it's not because I'm ignoring it because if I feel like if I do I'm a I'm a loser <laughs> so it's like mm. I don't I'm trying to find that balance so I'm able to speak eloquently and not a not be real ghetto country so you know well you'll do it in your in, when it's right for you i will i will um, and so you know speaking on your blog um you know i think you have a really neat username uh unconventional southern bell so yeah, how did you come how did you come up with that name oh well you you know me you've known me for years um again <laughs> we all grew up in the south so of mm-hmm. course Women who grew up in the South, there are certain expectations as a Southern belle. Um, and I'd like to think that I embody some of those things, but not all of them. Like, I was telling some friends the other night, I was wondering what my kid, because I have a son, he's 11, what he's going to think about, like, when he gets older. Like, you remember the things your parents used to do, and like, man, my mom was wild. Like, what's he going to remember? And I think what he's going to remember about me is that he always tells me I play too much. I'm like, man, what do you play too much? <laughs> I'm always clowning on him. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not like sappy, sweet mama. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I love you, you the bomb. But I'm not like, oh, my gosh, you're like precious angel. <laughs> I'm clowning you. So it's like that, that kind of posing where, you know, I like to dress cute and I like to be gracious. But I also like to clown my son and wrestle with him and, you know, shoot guns with him. Not real guns. Mm. Like the little, no. the little nurse start. That's like I shot one of my eyelashes off one time. That's why I do the line. I lost. All right? Like how do you get the dart? How you get the dart so perfectly aimed that you took my false lash off? It was over. It was over with. I hope it wasn't one of them expensive lashes too, because you know, honey. Thankfully, it was not. But I still let him have it after that. He had four kids. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh, really how it came about. Like. I don't mind getting dirty, but I also don't mind getting cute, you know? So, unconventional mm-hmm. in my Southern Belle ways. So, since we have an unconventional Southern Belle, uh, I thought the, the topic for today was most appropriate. And so, the topic for today is the South versus everybody. So, today <laughs> we're going to talk about what makes the Southern region the most superior region in the United States of America. So, so, Shaquita, we're going to let you start it off. Mm-hmm. What is one of your favorite things about being from the South? 
Oh, okay. <clears throat> One of my favorite things, and I'm sure we all remember from our childhood, is how we would use anything for Tupperware. Like anything <laughs> Tupperware. And I didn't realize that I do it in my adult life. Like I do this now. I don't use country crop, so obviously I got no country crop bowls to put the sun leftovers in. But I just keep it all. <laughs> I be keeping all the little containers from the restaurant. I go to Harris Tea and get them little things. I got like twelve Harris Tea little bowls in here. I be putting <laughs> putting lunch in and taking it in. I'm sure my white colleagues be like, "What? How? Why she got rice and beans in this olive bowl?" Don't ask me no questions. You know, it's my birthright. <laughs> oh my god! And the worst right. part is when you were little and you was your and you were at your auntie's or your grandmother's house. And you thought it was butter in there, uh-huh. and it wasn't. Uh, it was the leftover butter bean. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> it was something completely different: macaroni exactly. and cheese, exactly. some collard greens, something else. Like where the butter at? What? <laughs> Ain't no butter. All out. All we got is this. Oh my goodness! So, Timo, what about you? Oh, since we're talking about food, I'm going to say this is my favorite thing about the South. Every time I come home, y'all know I live in Seattle now. So when I come home, I have to make a first stop trip to the what? The Bojangles. Because (laughs) the Bojangles is it. We don't have that here. I always get my own. Dang. Oh no, am I gonna flake? What's they call? Oh, the Supremes. Yes, the Supremes, the chicken tenders, because you know, there was a time in my life where the only thing I ate was chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> so mm. I have to like oh. <laughs> I have to like pay tribute to my past life, but the Supremes is it. Okay. So I don't know how y'all feel about Bojangles, but Bojangles. I'm I'm done with her. I'm done. <laughs> I've had Bojangles, but not the Supreme. I've never had. The oh, oh! I was about to say, to... Hold on, Queenie. We about to hang up right you now. Know you know how to have Bojangles. You see this girl? Come on now. I was okay. literally about to say, Mandy, who you got on the call? Like, who this? Hoppo. Right. Okay. Hoppo. Who this? Hoppo. Hoppo. Who this woman? Okay. <laughs> Cause I said, but wait, wait, Supremes, you had the chicken tenders at Bojangles? I have not. I don't know. Girl, oh, oh. honey, they I are, am. and the and the honey mustard that you get with it. But listen, y'all know the number one thing that you got to get at the Bojangles to go with y'all food. It don't matter what you get. What is that? Is that diabetes in the cup? <laughs> oh <laughs> that sweet tea. Come on now. <laughs> You got to get that sweet tea, okay? When it hit the back of your throat and you already know diabetes is here, okay? Oh okay, okay, glucose <laughs> is going up, honey. Let me tell you something. And up. I know exactly On how Tuesday. your girls get it. And I know exactly how you get your tea. Um, mm. Can I get a large sweet tea? Light ice? Light okay. ice. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want that, that ice drowning out my diabetes, okay? Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> And then let's not forget, honey, it them bowberry biscuits, okay? Oh, get you a two-piece with some dirty rice, some Cajun fries. Come on, y'all. Get into it, the Bojangles, with the yellow box and the red trim with the dot, dot, dots around it. Get into it, y'all know, okay? I pity 
the folks who've never been able to savor a mm. two-piece meal from the Bojangles. Mm. It's bow time, y'all. It's bow time. Mm. It's bow time. Yeah. I miss it. Like, every time, like, when I'm here and I'm just sitting around, I'm like, dang, like, I wish I had money to start a franchise because, listen, I would make my money back within the first mm-hmm. probably two, three months it was open. So anybody, Please. listen, listen, whoever hears my voice, okay, investors, <laughs> people with money, <laughs> y'all need to get a Bojangles in Seattle because these folks don't even know what they're missing. And to be honest with you, I'm the best spokesperson y'all could ever get. So come make this money, honey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, okay. Who next? Mandy, what you got? What you like Since about the South? The dirty, dirty. Since we, since we have the gluttonous spirit going on right now. <laughs> Not gluttonous. Let me continue <laughs> it. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a see how Southern y'all are. Let's say you uh, leave in the club. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, circa 2009. You mm-hmm. leave in the club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's two fifteen a.m. Your stomach is is growling a little bit. <laughs> you roll down the road and you see a big yellow sign. Mm. Where we going, y'all? Where we going? <laughs> we going to the Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House, y'all. Twenty four seven, three sixty five days a week, baby. That good old Waffle House, okay. And what am I getting? I'm getting that All Star Special, okay. Cheese eggs, Mm -hmm. white toast, Mm -hmm. for all the way done with my sausage, okay. That's what I'm getting in my grits, okay. Grits. (laughs) That's what I'm getting. Okay, and let's talk about Waffle House. Okay, well, you know, like most of the time when I go to a restaurant, I check the DHEC score. Okay, mm-hmm. and if it's not an A, I'm not mm-hmm. walking in. But when I go to the Waffle House, I don't even look for it because I don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> don't expect the best cleanliness. I don't care about right. that. And I'm expecting when I pull in the parking lot that there's a disgruntled employee smoking a Newport 100 outside mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the trash can. Yeah. And Definitely. they'll be like, I'll be in in a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I expect. Okay. But for I real. Expect, okay. When I get in there, I expect somebody who has not seen a dentist in six months Ooh. to no, six years to serve me. Okay. They're going to get that little thin napkin. They're going to place it down with two dull utensils. Okay. Mm, so dull. And they're going to put down that plastic menu and they're going to say what you want. Okay. Just like that. Okay. And a fight may erupt in the Waffle House. <laughs> okay. It may erupt. But you just move, you just move to the side, you let them do what they do, okay? And then we're all gonna eat our food. And then we're gonna go up to the front counter and they're gonna give us that paper that paper uh write-up slip, and you're gonna check out, okay? But y'all can y'all can take y'all little IHOP, y'all can take y'all other, you know, uh gentrified restaurants, <laughs> the Bobby Babins. But I'm going to go with Waffle House because Waffle House ain't never let me down. Never. Okay? 
Never. I'm agree with Period. that. To be on, to be <laughs> honest with you, if I was to go to a Waffle House and it had an A rating, I'm leaving because that's not the Waffle House <laughs> I need. Okay, <laughs> that's not the Waffle House I need. I need Waffle House B ratings max. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, Quita, what you got? So since we're talking about the Waffle House, and I know in our experience, you're probably leaving the club and going to the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. But I know that some folks are probably just coming straight from the house and picking up some Waffle House and just talking about Waffle House attire because I'm a fashion blogger. You know, I'm observing the fashion. The shoes sometimes are always shoes that um, are meant to be worn outside. Wearing well, house shoes outside. <laughs> okay. I know that uh, I am. <laughs> let's wearing talk your, about it. Wearing your house shoes out the house. You know, because we're just running out real quick to get these Bojangles. Like, I'm back to Bojangles. We're in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Bojangles on my mind. Honey, where's the long? You're but right. A, I, I mean, I can't lie. I do it all the time. My husband has told me that my house shoes are no longer house shoes because I wear them outside so much. They're outside shoes. But I mean, what's the mm-hmm. point of living in the South if you can't wear your house shoes outside? Like, okay, not? so give, give me a description of the male fashion of the house shoes <laughs> and, the, and the female version. Get, get into it, Quita. Let us know. Listen, now y'all, now y'all know the fellas wearing them house shoes. Oh, Lord. How can I even explain them? You know, they look like the corduroy. They... But the back, <laughs> they mash down. The back is mashed down. They might have a little size. But you, you know what I'm talking about. They don't even do. put in the shoe all the way. They just mash the back down. Like, yeah. like, you ain't had the two extra seconds to put your heel in. Got to mash nope. it. <laughs> really, you don't. Especially when, when the food is called. I get it. And the ladies, you know. The ladies, be, not, nowadays. These house shoes, they be really extravagant. I, they're actually kind of cute. Want the little fur on them? My niece asked for some slides with some fur on them. Is that what we do with them? Them Uggs. Them $100 Uggs. No. My, listen, we from the country hood. She want them little slides, them little Adidas slides that somebody done custom, customized with the faux fur. Like, what is this? Oh, I've seen <laughs> that. The faux fur. Why? Why we slides do- with the fur. With the right. Fur. Why are we doing this? Okay. Ew. But see, but talk, talking about them bedroom slippers, my aunt and I know y'all aunts and mamas had these. Mm-hmm. They had them little thin bedroom slippers. Right. It was right. two types that I remember in particular. Oh my God. Yes. So okay, it. number one, them ballerina kind where you had to pull the, the back <laughs> on. It's like uh-huh. a sock shoe. And those are the yes. ones. And they had a little bubble. <laughs> With the little bubble, and that's the ones yes. with the house coats, okay? Yes. No, okay. And then the other ones was the kind the toes was out, but it was like that little foamy yeah. part that went across mm-hmm. the top, and it had a real thin slope, so uh, sole. And yep. a lot of times, that's what they pop the kids with. That's how they discipline the little kids with them little thin yeah. shoes. Uh huh. Speak on it. And, and it was usually pink or a pastel color. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so yeah. raggedy and worn. Like, I know they couldn't have cost more than $2 for a pair. Like, why are they so worn out? Why we can't replace it's like, it's like, y'all could just get a new pair every year. Y'all don't have to wait till they literally fall apart because mm-hmm. they literally don't get rid of them until they literally fall 
fall apart. And the exactly. thing that bothered me the most was my mother. She would not pick up her feet in the house. And I could hear nope. her dragging them bedroom slippers all around yep. the house. She coming. Coming for you. <laughs> Probably coming to whoop me if it was me. Tiny. I was a bad child. Me too. But hmm. Timo, what you got? Listen, thinking about something else they used to do the most most with a piece of attire, because you know the black women of the South love the church and they love what's most than that, they Sunday hats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because my grandma, <laughs> our number one <laughs> listener. <laughs> hey, Hey, Grandma. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> hey, Miss Kathy. Kathy, <laughs> when I tell you she has a hat for every occasion, That's and right. when I tell you would be sitting there and not doing nothing, would be part of the service, didn't have the scene, didn't have to do nothing, but was coming to just be seen. I'm talking about when I tell you my grandma's hat was when it's the first time that I ever used the words um that you learned in um. What is it? Geometry? Because mm-hmm. she had pentagons. She had hexagons. <laughs> she had... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Diamonds on it. <laughs> Come on, Miss Kathy. So get into it. She, honey, she had lace. Okay, glitter. Okay. Your grandma was too fly. Honey, all the women at the church, all the, actually, all the ladies at the church had their nice heads, honey. So I don't know what y'all folks was about. But oh, they honey. had their Sunday hat situated, okay? <laughs> okay, honey, my Aunt Jennifer to this day, okay, is going to have her on a hat with the matching J. Renee's baby. Let me tell you <laughs> something. <laughs> my aunt, get out of here. My aunt laid her outfit out for church on Friday because... Oh, she be ready to bust them down, okay? Bust them down, Aunt Jen, okay? That's what we call dead clean. When you got the matching suit, you got the matching hat, the matching J. Renee's with the sheer pantyhose, baby. That's right. Okay, the, the sheer pantyhose, the clutch, the pink tissue, okay? The yellow candy, the red candy, and your King James Version Bible, baby. Kid, honey, the black church, southern black church starter kit. Okay, yes, it is. Wow, it, 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 listen, if you can understand the King James person, you say, say, I'm trying to get that. Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you something that is the easiest way to humble somebody. Because when I was in Sunday school, you know, let me pull up a, a, a Bible verse right quick, um, just to show I, you. I was about to say, I can think of one in my head. Looketh and setteth and thou and who is. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so uh, my Sunday school teacher, Miss Annie's, God bless her. She Rest in peace, Miss Annie's. She oh, was so goodness. sweet. And so we had some disruptive people um, at the Sunday school. And so they used to always yeah. act up or whatever. And so Miss <laughs> Annie's, instead of, you know, disciplining them, she would say, hey, hey, baby, 
can you go ahead and read First Corinthians um thirteen uh verse four for me, Not King listening. James version? And honey, when I tell you the kids got so quiet, got so humble, so quick because it would say charity suffereth in the long and is, and that was it. Okay, <laughs> the King James version. Humble you. So yes, say it again, because I missed it. Say it again. <laughs> honey, from 1 Corinthians 13, chapter, fourth verse. Honey, what they were supposed to say was charity suffereth long. Honey, them kids couldn't get no th- suffereth stuff. I can't even say it consistently. Okay. And then the next one, and then another word was V-A-U-N-T-E-T-H. Von theft. What is that, Lord? What is that? B-A-U-N-T-E-T-H. Okay. Envieth, unseemingly, unseemly, seeketh, provoked, thinketh. They knew they added some th and uh-rahs and iris in into the King James. Okay. They did it. Oh my god, they did it. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Who next? Mandy, what's your next one? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so we're just talking about attire, okay? And I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Southern Black cookout attire, okay? Every single person on who's before me who has a mother and uh-huh. a father and an uncle and an aunt in the South has these two items, they got a pair of white linen pants uh-huh. and a pair of white sandals. Ooh. Okay. And I don't know why there's an obsession with white linen pants. I don't get it because I don't like wearing white because of two reasons. Number one, um, I get, I'm messy. Okay. I, I get a stain on it just by thinking about getting a stain. That's number one. Number two, it makes you look white. And actually, number three, linen is so hard to keep pressed. I guess I should take it to the dry cleaners to make sure it stays pressed, but it just, it it do too much. But one thing I do know is that every single year I have a conversation with my mother and she says, I need a new pair of white linen pants, man. I need a new, why? You had a pair last year, but I need a fresh pair. It's like, it's almost like having a fresh pair of Air Force Ones or a fresh white collared shirt. They need That's a new hard. pair of white linen pants. Oh and then God. they want and then they want white sandals. I said, Well, mama, you know, that's not really <laughs> in style no more. People wear new, you know, shoes or whatever, or you can wear an earth tone. Now I need a pair of white sandals. Mm, your mom said what she said. Okay. I know y'all done seen the white linen pants. I know y'all I got, oh, definitely. I got some. I got a whole <laughs> No way. No way. Come on uh, now. Listen, listen. It's my birthday. <laughs> I got white panels too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Southern culture will never die. <laughs> never. Never. So, Queenie, you got another one? I do. <clears throat> I don't know what. Speaking of Southern culture never dying, and I'm surprised that this. Well, I guess I'm not surprised that this trend is not ended. But um, grills. Why? Why folks still wearing grills? Like who? Why? Like when I hear the commercial on the radio for having the payment plan for grills, I'm like, for real? 
People oh feel my God. Let me see your grill. Listen, listen. I want to see your grill. I want to see your grill. No, it's my no, wow, baby. <laughs> I didn't know y'all. Maybe, maybe I'm a ghetto hood with here, but as ladies, did anybody ever want a grill? Me? Oh, I okay. wanted one. I wanted one. I knew I could never get one, but I wanted one. Same. I Thanks. wanted a grill so bad. I wanted a bottom grill so, <laughs> so bad, honey. You you okay. ever put the, the gum wrap over your teeth? Oh, the aluminum foil? Correct. <laughs> I did. Yeah. The problem with that was, you know, back in the day before they had the good white fillings that was, you know, probably right. you had the, the the silver fillings. Mm-hmm. And so you would hit that, you would put that aluminum foil in your mouth and it would touch the back of that filling. Listen. And you got that. <laughs> Shock! Yeah. <laughs> my God! Yeah, so that's my secret obsession with grills. Oh my God! And I, yes, I always wanted a grill. <laughs> and if oh I was really God. rich, I probably would have a grill just because. Because right. I mean, Beyonce got a grill. Why can't I have a grill? I know okay. it's now. You know that the South made them pop. Now is it's trickling over to the rest of the the country now. 20 years later. Yes. Like, oh, I remember that girls? song. Let me see your grill. That, oh, um, see what was the word? Okay. I wish I remembered the chorus so I could sing it for you, but I'm going to sing it all day. Daddy, you want to see it? I've been singing it this whole time. Smile for you, daddy. I want to see your grill. You want to see my what? I want to see your grill. Did you yes, mean? your grill. Yes, yes, your grill. <laughs> Yeah, 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 bottom in and something in the back. What was it? Huh? Oh my, oh my god! No, I had like the part where it was um, what they hit, girl. Done it. Oh my god, I can't remember because my mind ain't good. But I anyway, look it up. Oh my god! Look, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Oh, I got it, boy. How you get your grill that way? And uh, how much did you pay? Yes. Every time I see you, the first thing I'm going to say, I'm say, hey, hey, smile yes. for you, daddy. I want to see you, Yes. Yes. Yeah, girl. I'm appreciating, <laughs> I'm appreciating yeah, that. Come on now. Shout okay. out to the folks with the grills. Shout okay. out. Okay, so, but Timo, what you got next? Okay, we talk about secret obsessions. People, folks, they, they run out in the South. And when I tell y'all, monograms is one of them. Ooh, <laughs> because oh. <laughs> when I tell y'all I had everything monogrammed. So, yeah. do y'all, I don't know if y'all remember this, but y'all remember the uh, L.L. Bean book bags? Correct, yeah. I do. Uh, I couldn't afford yes. it. Now, Honey, listen, you could not afford it. Honey, when I tell you I saved up every coin I had to Ooh, get me an that? LL Bean book bag and had Timo on it, Monogram. Oh, no. <laughs> Timo, I didn't you even get better. my letters. Yeah, Timo, what's up, honey? You better. Oh, you were fancy. Monograms. Yeah, monograms was it. You know who was the queen of monograms? Uh, do you get your Vera Bradley stuff? <laughs> Oh the little Lord. girls loved it in the south. I didn't. I couldn't afford a very that and that's when they did too much, and that's when they started doing too much. But they love having that uh, monogram. Listen, everywhere. Y'all, 
My mama still gets everything monogrammed. I'm like, first of all, Darlene, where are you finding some place to get it monogrammed? And why do you need your, your initials on some boots? Like, who Robbie, come on, come on, Darlene. Yes, come on. I was just about to say that. She is still out here monogrammed. She be buying little jackets from Walmart. I'm like, yeah, I got to take it to get it monogrammed. Darlene, who is still in your Walmart jacket? Why? You need a monogram. But honey, when I tell y'all they love it, let me tell you something. Love so it. my cousin got me one of those like vests or whatever you wear, like, you know, like when those winter vests and yeah. she got a monogram. And honey, when I tell you every time I wear it to work on Friday, on the, you know, the casual Friday, the whites give me so many compliments. Oh my God. I love, I love that vest. They love a good monogram. Listen, we took I, even further, girl. I got one monogram with Bible verse on it. I forgot about that. that see the point? I said, oh wow. Oh, on it, huh? Okay. What'd you say? Come on, blessed. I, I know. Like, my little verse over here. I got to wear my little monogram vest now that you brought it up. Oh, my okay. gosh. Are we not, not with the whole Bible verse on it? I'm the whole weak. Bible verse, honey. What was the verse, Quita? <laughs> Jesus, well. <laughs> I just got Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I didn't get the whole thing. It was too many words. Oh, honey, you know, you know, <laughs> folks love for I I know the pl- to my I know the plans for yes, you. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> that is that is the birth of the black community. Mm-hmm. Plans the, to prosper you, honey. Yes. Come on now. Yes, girl. That's my verse right there. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Okay, Father. but where? I need to know exactly how how much of the chest did that whole verse take up? <laughs> I hate her. I only, her phone. <laughs> I only got the verse name on me. I didn't do the whole verse. Although I should have, but that's what people see. They'd be like, so what is it? Oh, you just going to put me in the spot right now? You're going to quiz me right now? You know what? People do that. I have I have a scripture on my wrist. I have a scripture yes. tattooed on my wrist. It's Psalm eighty four eleven. And people are like, "Well, what does it say?" Hey, hey, hey! Go read. Go read. Go read okay, it. okay. Leave me alone. I don't remember all the words. Come on now. Right. Well, y'all the one. You the one put it on your body. You should know it. You should be able to but recite I it. Literally, it says, "No good thing does God withhold from those whose walk is blameless." Did you pull that up on the internet or you remembered? I remembered it from my head because so many people have asked me. Yeah. But I don't know what version that is. That might might be the Timo version. It's definitely not King James (laughs) version. It's still good. Okay. I'm here for it. Anyways, okay, Mandy, you up next. What you got? What's your South? Okay. (laughs) One that I have to talk about is the word y'all. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I say hey y'all when I say come here. You know, when I was growing up, when I matriculated at the you know at the elementary school, okay, d- during my formative years, I the English at the elementary school. Well, I'm gonna say I did because it was hard work. Okay, <laughs> but the English teachers told me that y'all was not correct English. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why not. Because from my understanding, and help me, ladies, because I know, you know, we got some scholars on the line. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that that apostrophe meant uh-huh. that you combine two words. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so from my understanding, y'all was combining you all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know many people who go around saying, hey, you all, hey, mm-hmm. you all. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody saying that. We saying y'all. Okay. Because when I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to all of y'all. Y'all <laughs> sound better than you all on any given day. And I'm sticking mm-hmm. to that. I think that if they have not added it to the Oxford Dictionary by now, y'all right. should be on there and I need to start a petition. You should. Because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That, that, that comma, comma <laughs> that apostrophe make it a conjunction. That's a word. Correct. When you go in the right. room, you don't say Junk, you don't say Junk, hey you all. Bush, yo, when you Fox, when you come into a room, do you say hey you all? You say hey y'all. Oh, hey y'all. <laughs> hey y'all. You don't say hey I'm gonna talk to you all later. You gonna say I'm gonna talk to y'all later. Exactly. But what's crazy is I can't confirm that it is a southern thing. Me living here in Seattle, I do hear people say you all. I do. Ugh. Yeah. Like reg- I regularly hear people say you all. And it's just like, wow, why? I'm so confused. Like, hey, you all. Hey, y'all. What's up, guys? Hey. That's <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just be like, wow, here we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we all got. Okay. So now it's time for everybody's last Southern. Last Southern take. What you got, right. Quita? All righty. What hmm. you got? Let me pick. Let me, ooh. Ooh. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make sure I get a good one. All right. I'll, I'll do this one. Having everybody being your cousin. Having fit. You're related, <laughs> you're related to everybody. Listen, it is so bad. When I first started dating my husband, my grandmother turned into a whole investigator trying to figure oh out how we were related. She's like, I'm sure that's oh because. Hold on, Nana. <laughs> oh, I just finally met a man. Can we be great? I'm sure that's probably your cousin. Who he related to? <laughs> wait, wait. So in the South, you related to everybody. I don't know if that's been y'all experience, but I mean, uh, everybody your cousin. Like, I don't know you. Yes. Wow. What's funny about that, Quita, is that I got a cousin and she lives. I'm gonna go ahead and call her out. My cousin Christine, she not even my blood, but I like her better than family. <laughs> right there, boom, drops the ball. <laughs> okay, it's my cousin as far as I'm concerned. We not even related at all, but I call her my cousin. We always call each other cousins, and that's all I got to say. <laughs> And your family. You give her the designation as cousin, she your family. That's all you need. Right. <laughs> and That's on top of that, and on top of that, another thing that kills me is when your when your mom and them try to make you remember your fifth and sixth cousin. Now, Mandy, oh, you know you know your cousin Tommy's uh uh look youngest daughter. No, you no, ain't met her. No, your great no. uncles. <laughs> That's your that's your your people that moved to Philadelphia. That's you know them. Now that's your um Uncle Frank's um sister's first son. You you know him, uh, and then you be up there like, now nah, no, you no. nice to meet you, and I'm no, I don't know you. I don't know you. Right. Okay. No. Uh, my, I hate when mamas do that, and they yell at you. They get louder. Like that's what. Like, no. But, what, but what makes it worse is not only are your parents. 
you know, bothering you about it. But then, you know, country folks, they ain't got no cooth about them. How you don't remember me? I took care, I took care of you when I was, when you was little. Okay. Yo, you're so regular. I changed your diaper. You don't remember me? No. I remember when I had on diapers. How would I remember you? Right. Right. Exactly. So, Timo, what's your last one? Okay, my last one is the definitely traditional Southern thing. It's for folks to have double first names, <laughs> okay? Come on now. When I'm talking about Peggy Sue, Beth Ann, Joe Ann, Sue Ann, Mary Ann, okay? Oh, yeah. All of the ants. All of them. Y'all know y'all know double first name, folks. Oh, yeah. I got an Aunt Doris oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Auntie Doris Ann. My, Doris uh, my old boss, his daughter's name was Emma Claire. <laughs> Emma Claire. Uh, I don't even understand how to name It don't even flow well. He was oh. saying like he did. Emma Claire. Oh, Emma no. Claire. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, you know, the, the girls, they put the names together so well sometimes you didn't even realize that they, <laughs> it was a middle name and a first name. So this one girl, her name was Mary Catherine. Not in, It was up until graduation that I, that was when I found out that Mary Catherine was two separate names. I just thought it was all on that first. You know how you got your first, li- first name line and your uh, middle name line? I mm-hmm. thought her first name line was Mary Catherine. I didn't realize that she um, didn't have another middle name. That's how that's how well they put them together. So, Shaquita, since you're a Southern Belle, an unconventional one, mm-hmm. do you want to continue that tradition? <laughs> Listen, I am sad to report that I do. <laughs> <laughs> she said that I do. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, why? I I have no idea why, but it's Jesus just dropped it in my spirit. I have no idea. I want my my daughter to have two first names. Oh, Oh my gosh. Who are you? I'm so country. (laughs) My poor children. My poor Send help. Send help. Even my mama will call me, and that does too. They call me Queen Marie. They just put my my first and middle name. Right. Like, why y'all doing that? I am not a two-name person, but <laughs> my children will be. <laughs> and, and we're done here. <laughs> Mandy, Mandy, what's your last one? <laughs> we're done with Queen. <laughs> Don't do me like that. <laughs> okay. That's why I ask. Because I... In my spirit, <laughs> she looked like a double name parent. She, she looked, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna start oh saying God. it to people. I'm gonna start saying it to people. You look like a double name parent, okay? I don't even oh know what that God. means, but you look like a double name parent, okay? Your kids have two first names, don't they? Don't they? <laughs> and you know that when she, you know that when. Qu- when Quita posts her very first baby picture, they're gonna be wrapped up in what a monogram blanket. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> please have a bucket of Bojangles chicken right beside them. Okay, 
Or can you put the baby in a bucket of chicken? Because that would be even and, better. In honor of okay. we In honor of we dangly. Okay, um, Quita, I just realized, I, you know, for your baby shower, I've already came up with the thing. It's going to be all things Southern. It's going to have a... You're going to have a collage and it's going to have Bojangles in the collage. It's going to have uh-huh. Vera Bradley. Yeah. It's going to have lightning bugs, porches. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have Easter suits. Okay. It's going to have yes. church hats. All things Southern. Okay. Yes. I'm here for it. I'm all the way here for it. Me too. I'm, Me too. I'm proud of you from the South. Lord, have, I know we have our ways, but we're better. Oh, we're oh, nice wow. for the most part. You're right. Least. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. direct. Yes. Honestly, because that's what I've noticed. Honestly, about being here in Seattle. Listen, covert versus overt racism. Okay. Because I'd rather you be direct. Don't like me, but these folks will what? Smile in your face. Oh, okay. Okay. Take your face. The okay. Okay. Where we at? What we doing? It's time for me to do mine. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was gonna do porches, but no, I know what I need to do. I gotta stick to this name thing. Mm-hmm. And what one thing that is common in the South, and I don't think they do it the way to the extent that they do it here in the South, and that mm-hmm. is disrespectful nicknames. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and so they're always very original or they're all or they're very literal. It's mm-hmm. no in-between, okay? And so I'll give you some examples. Please. The yeah. other day I went home for um what was that Mother's Day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so some of the little kids uh came, some you know extended family came over or whatever. And so my aunt Pam was over there and so the little girls they all you know their father um uh, she she loves their father. She's real cool with their father and she called them the Swampies. Mm, and what? so you may ask why do they call them the Swampies? Well, I'll tell you why. Their father's nickname was what? Swamp Fox. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) How do you name somebody Swamp Swamp Fox? Okay? And how do you name their kids the Swampies? Okay? The The disrespect. The The disrespect. The disrespect. I got another disrespect. (laughs) I got another one. We got a family member. His original name, his government name is Daryl. But what is his nickname? Give it to us. Mule. Mule. Yes. M-U-L-E. So when I said, well, mama. I said, well, mama, why do y'all call him Mule? They said, because he's strong like a mule. You seen him do that yard work? Oh my a god. A literal <laughs> a literal nickname. A nickname with a literal meaning. <laughs> Mule. Okay? Hey. We got nicknames like Beulah, Poochie, Stank, Cuda. Okay. <laughs> you can you imagine growing up and you get a college degree and you are a homeowner and you a business owner? And you know, you have Escalated to the upper echelon of society, and you come right. home, and they mm-hmm. say, yeah. and you bring your fiance home. You ain't even married mm-hmm. yet. You bring your fiance home, 
and the first thing they say is, "What up, Coda?" Yeah, <laughs> I know what What up, Stank? What up, Stank? What up, what up, Booger? What up, Porch Monkey? <laughs> Please no. Please no. What up, Bullet? Got a cousin named Bullet because his head shaped like a bullet. What kind of disrespect? Look, Jimbo, Skip Bow. <laughs> this is too much. The disrespect. The disrespect. Y'all got disrespect for nicknames, Quita? I don't. Thankfully. I mean, most of them Good for goodness. you, girl. What about y'all? Oh, yeah, I got plenty of them. And I felt like I had ones through different stages of life, right? Uh-huh. So, of course, I always had Mandy. Uh-huh. But then um, I played trumpet and I had this obsession with Louis Armstrong. So they would start yeah. calling me Mrs. Strong. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I have my thighs are, you know, a little bigger. And so one day my aunt Pam said, you know what I'm going to call you now? I'm going to call you Beulah. And I said, Ooh. well, why? She said, because it was this wrestler who had some big thighs. And so she was called Beulah. So I'm going to call you Beulah. <laughs> disrespect. Now that I think about it, I did have a disrespectful nickname. My auntie used to call me Buffy. <laughs> but why? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea why I was called Buffy. Because I played vampires? I have no idea. <laughs> at least you had a, a reason somebody gave you background i just got a nickname yep. i have a dis i had a disrespect for nickname because they used to call me fat so and oh, no. ignorant. oh yeah. my god you must feel like y'all making me remember all the names yeah never yeah mind. honestly I-, I hope everybody who used to call me that i hope you listen to me now and mm-hmm. i hope you i don't even i don't even wish bad on you i hope you see how good that i'm doing myself <laughs> And I'm yeah. still fat. And you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> and I mean that from the bottom of my motherfucking heart. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> it is now time for what? The science moment of the week. Yes. Now you flex that brain muscle on them. <clears throat> Hello, we have Dr. Moore here. <laughs> okay, let me <laughs> let me get it together because I had just got serious. But okay, when I was thinking about this science moment, y'all, to be honest, I was really like, we talked about in the check-in, there has been a lot going on. And I really thought about like my happy place. And I don't know, I think I talked about this a little bit, but I'm a marine scientist by training. And so my happy place is literally in the ocean. So I'm a scientific scuba diver. Um, I go out in the ocean um, sometimes, but I'm not doing that right now. And so I actually really miss it. And so I was thinking about like, how can I think about me scuba diving in the science moment this week? And so I remember a time when I was diving in um, Indonesia and they took us down really far. It was the farthest I had went diving and we went down to 100 feet and we saw this shipwreck. And so it made me think about, actually what is the deepest part of the ocean so this is something if you're ever in trivia or someone asks you this you now have a fun fact the deepest part of the ocean is actually in the mariana trench and it's known as the challenger deep 
And I'll tell you how deep it is. And I want to put this in perspective. I went down to 100 feet deep and I was super proud of myself. That was really deep for a human to go. But the deepest part of the ocean is actually 36,000 feet deep. So, oh my God. Yeah, okay. really deep. So me being at 100 feet was nothing compared to the deepest part. The Challenger's Deep is actually 36,070 feet deep. So that's the deepest part of the ocean. So when I really think about my work as a marine scientist and all the ocean that I've seen as a scuba diver, it's really nothing compared to how vast and how deep the ocean is. So that's really cool. Wow. I'm glad to be a part of that that world. That's, that's six miles. That's over six miles deep. Wow. Yeah, it's deep, deep, deep. What type of so? What type of fish actually, or what type of life lives down there? Good question. And so there are these organisms. So where, um, like you know, plants go through photosynthesis, but these organisms that live in the deep ocean do chemosynthesis. So that's the difference. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I just didn't think I explained it that well, so I forgot subconscious. Okay. I think I did. Oh. <laughs> It's good. Get it part of it out. If <laughs> it's good. It's good. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> so now it is time for Reddit on Ready. Mandy, what have you found on Ready today? Okay. So this one was actually taken down, but you know, oh. the screenshots. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. From am I? Um, from Am I the Asshole on Twitter, you know, they captured it. So um, this was posted this week. And so it was from Reddit Pal 707. The title is, Am I the Asshole for Buying My Daughter Tampons Behind Her Mother's Back? Oh, First off, I'll explain our family. When I met my husband, he had a three-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. Her name is Alexandria. I married Alex's dad when she was five. So technically I'm her stepmom. Alex's mom is also remarried. She calls both me and her bio mom, mom, and both my husband and her stepdad, dad. All four of us think of her as a daughter and she lives with her mom and stepdad 50% of the time. And me and my husband, the other 50% of the time. Basically she has two sets of parents. Sorry if I worded it confusing. I don't really have any problems with Alex's mom, even though she is a bit on the conservative side, meaning she thinks tampons take your virginity. She has told Alex, (laughs) she has told Alex that she doesn't want her using them. The problem is that Alex is 14 now and wants to be on the swim team when the schools reopen. Me and my husband also have a pool in the backyard and swim a lot in the summers. She says that she doesn't like being the only one who can't swim when she's on her period. Two more paragraphs. One day, Alex was staying at our house and she told me how worried she was about having to deal with her period when she starts the swim team. She also disclosed to me that it's not fair that all of her friends get to use tampons. Later that night, I bought her a box. I told her that they would stay at our house in the bathroom and she could use them whenever she needs them for swimming. And said that her mom didn't have to know. I feel bad and have never gone behind her bio mom's back like that before. However, I grew up with a conservative mom like that. I understand that it can lead to things that cause embarrassment. For instance, swimming in a pad. I didn't want Alex to have to go through something like that, like I did. 
I feel like I did right by my daughter, but still feel a, feel a bit of guilt. Am I the asshole? Quita, we'll let you go first. Oh. Oh, being a bonus mom, that is quite the question. Huh. Huh. Hmm. I, I feel... I feel two types of ways, I guess. I feel like it kind of is outside of the realm of what she should be doing as the bonus mom because the biological mom has said that she doesn't want the daughter using tampons for crazy reasons, obviously. But then also Mm -hmm. this child's experience is being shaped. I mean, those are formative years. And if this is, you know, what she remembers, how is that going to affect her as she grows? How will that affect her when she becomes a parent? You know, it's like, I don't know. I can see both sides. I feel like as a bonus mom, though, I'd be giving up tampons, too. I'd get these tampons, too. <laughs> I'm crazy. I okay, was, that's how I feel. Yeah. Go ahead. I would say the same, definitely. Like, being, I mean, I just talked about being a marine scientist, being in the water, like, being in a pad, that's too mm-hmm. much. I feel like I tried to go swimming in a pad one time purely just because I didn't have tampons, and I think a pad was all I had, and it was such a miserable experience, I never did it again. So, like, I couldn't imagine, like, just doing it knowing there's a better option. So, I don't think she's the asshole at all. Right. No. And it's a bit unsanitary, okay, to be quite honest with you. Because you're dealing with water. Water has, you know, these little organisms and um, bacteria is collecting. You know, I'll never forget this one girl tried to, you know, jump in the pool back in the day with her little pad on the thing swole up. And everybody kissed it. And then when she got out, it was a trail. Um, a colorful trail behind Ooh. her when the water was dry, you know, coming off of her legs or whatever. So, honey, no, I'm sorry, sis. I'm sorry your mother doesn't understand sex education. Right. Um, And understand that that's not how you lose your virginity. But she just going to have to pray through that thing, honey, because baby girl going to have to get her little tampon. Okay. Right. right. Or I would have got her one of them little cups. You know how they got the little diva cups? Mm-hmm. So I would have been like, well, yeah. you know. That's a good compromise. That's a good compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Timo, what about you? What's um, your Reddit? Okay. So this is from a You Throwaway account. Am I the asshole for expecting my frontline doctor wife to split household chores with me 50-50? I am an IT professional currently working from home and my wife is an ER doctor working on the front line. We try to work the same hours, so I don't see why this should be different just because I'm at home and she isn't. She, on the other hand, comes home, gets annoyed when chores aren't done. And then even more annoyed when I point out that if she doesn't feel like doing them after her work, why should, why should I feel like doing them after mine? Is it fair that household chores are 50-50 or should I be doing more because I'm working from home? Mm, what do y'all think about that? Quita? Hmm. <laughs> Who child? Um, I'm trifling just like that. <laughs> They'll be coming home from work and I've been here all day. I'm like, you're not going to wash these dishes? Will you use mm. dishes too? <laughs> In this situation, though, I mean, this woman is on the front line fighting corona. Come on now. Step up 
and be a decent husband and support her. I get it. You both live in the house. You both make the mess. But this situation is unique. You know, provide additional support. Respect your vows. Like, your wife is on the front line every day in a very stressful situation. Wash the dishes. Sweep the floor. What matters? You at the house. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but you could. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm not going to do it, though. What do you think, Mandy? Um, they're both doctors. They both make six figures. Go ahead and hire Shaquita's um maid service. Ooh. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> better, <laughs> better, better, better. Yeah, you did better. Yep. But see, this is the question I have. So, who was doing it before the coronavirus? Because he didn't say he was a doctor. He said he was an IT specialist who's now working from home. So it's like you already had your doctor wife. So were you like a, a misogynist? Like I'm trying to figure out what you're saying because it's like she was always a doctor. She was right. always doing more than you. So I'm saying like now you're working from home. So you telling me you can't even right. wash the dishes while you're sitting there? Because I mean, oh, she needs to be oh, honest I with you. No, no, no. He said he was an IT specialist. He's working from home. She's mm, the one who to act his wage. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, he's the one who's working from home. She's the one on the front line. So, yes, sir, no, you are the asshole. Like, you need to be doing them dishes and you need to be doing whatever right. she needs. Like, she could literally die out here and you're fucking posting on Reddit? No. You're an right. asshole. Bye. <laughs> like, right. no. And when I say act, by, act your wage, I'm more so talking about, like, for example, back in the day, you know, men would traditionally took care of the entire household and they were bre- the breadwinners and women handle all of the household duties. Uh-huh. Now, I thought that's pretty much an even exchange because uh-huh. you ain't paying no bills so you can keep the house situated. My thing right. is, sis is doubling your income, okay? Help right. out a little bit more, okay? And plus she works more hours because she's a doctor. Doctors don't, unless you work at a general, pre- you know, like a, a, a regular general family care. If you work at a hospital, you don't work just 40 hours a week. And you also have a crazy schedule. And Sir, plus it's Corona. So she's working way more than she right, ever did. Right. And she's way and more stressed. from home. Okay. I need you to contribute based on your wages and your stress level. Okay. Right. So, and if both of y'all stress, y'all need to go get some cleaning services. Okay. Right. Right. Mm. They could just hire a maid probably, but I still feel like he's, I mean, I feel like, I just don't know. I feel like being an ER, like that's the emergency room. That's the first point of contact. contact. Mm. And then just regular stuff. Like, I mean, at, car accidents are still happening. Fires right. are yeah. still happening. So, you know, ER, it's like, forget Corona, just regular shit is going on. So, right. yeah, sir, you're I'm an going to let y'all know, if I was an ER doctor, I'm not doing no household duties, except for maybe doing my laundry, okay, and cleaning the bathroom. And y'all that's only because I have to lot of protective measures. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm just letting y'all know, I'm not dusting no baseboards. I may wash my own dish and put it in the dishwasher. I'm that rich and I'm that stressed. I'm getting cleaning service, period. Mm-hmm. All right. All righty. Mandy, stop for your review of the week. Okay. So my review, uh, my item of this week is from the company called SheFit. S-H-E-F-I-T. So I had kept seeing these ads on like Instagram and Facebook about these uh, sports bras. And so I was like, is this a scam? Because it had like 16,000 reviews on their website. And I was like, mm, this sounds like some scamming type stuff. So I went on Twitter and then I asked uh, somebody else had posted about it. And people was like, no, it's the real deal. 
So I got the bra that they call the ultimate sports bra. And um, the MSRP is $65. And I was like, $65? I'm not paying $65. I need a promo code. And you know, I found one. So I got it down to 55. But but, um, let me tell y'all. So it's a zip front bra. And it has adjustable straps that you can crisscross. And you can adjust the band on the back. When I tell y'all. These things don't move. It's good. Okay. Yes. Amazing. And Quita, I know you run, so I have to send you the link. Oh, please Day. do. It's amazing. It it's amazing. Top tier. I recommend it, ladies. Get into it. If you got these, you know, big jugs on your back, on your chest, Ooh. definitely get into this uh ultimate sports bra. It's not moving, honey. Because I cannot stand. When my joints be moving, when I'm trying to do uh-huh. like a uh, jump rope or something like that. Uh-huh. So yes, honey, please get into it. Shout out to She Fit. Okay. okay. So I think we're gonna um, forego rent being rent ready this week, right, Timo? Yeah, no rent ready. I'm not rent ready. Okay. So we're gonna get to tweets that didn't fly. So Quita, do you have a tweet? <laughs> I guess uh, I'll use my own tweet from this week because, Lord, I don't tweet as often as I need to. But I I, I got the the need to tweet the other night because I thought this was actually quite entertaining to me anyways. But in our house, we have this situation where if we sneeze, we bless each other. So it don't matter if we mad at each other, if we fight, and if the other person sneezes, we're going to bless each other. So one night last week, I was tossing and turning. Doug was sound asleep as he normally is. But... I had to had to sneeze. So I sneezed. I mean, this man is dead asleep. He's snoring. And he wakes up and he blesses me. And I realized, <laughs> I realized how much he loved me. And so I had to honor it with a tweet. That was my... Come on, Southern gentleman. <laughs> but, a yeah. Southern gentleman. But, yes. <laughs> he... <laughs> okay, I got a question. Yes. So you know how we say ladies from the south are southern bells? Are men southern bellmen? Southern bellmen. <laughs> they southern males. Southern males. Southern gentlemen. Southern bells and southern males. Southern bells. Southern, I like that. We didn't even talk about the importance of saying bless you. You know what I mean? Like being from the south. You know, that's a that's that's something that we only do in the South. Because folks will be up, you know, up north. I didn't sneeze before and they just look at you. Also, yep. when they bump into you, they don't say excuse me. Nope. Right. Where's your manners? You know, down here, we really believe in manners. You know, if I let somebody in on the highway, they need to give me a little head hey. nod or a little waving or thank mm-hmm. you. I got upset one right. time somebody didn't wave back at me. You better say thank you. You better show your gratitude. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay, Timo, what about you? What's your tweet that didn't fly? So I tweeted this on um, May 16th of 2019. It got one like. Oh, I no. have to, <laughs> right. I have to pay to use my own eyeballs. And honestly, it's just not fair. <laughs> and I don't understand why that tweet didn't get more likes. Clearly, a lot of glasses wearers don't follow me because, yeah, I was given these eyeballs by God. So, mm-hmm. 
the fact that I have to pay to use them, it's not <laughs> fucking fair. <laughs> like they don't work right. I have to pay for contacts. I have to pay for glasses. I have to pay for a little motherfucker to tell me that I need contacts and that I need glasses. I have to pay to Walmart for a solution. It's just bullshit. And I don't appreciate that because you're literally born with eyes. Like how could that be something you have to pay for? And so I tweeted that. And like I said, it got one like, and it should have gotten a billion likes. So that's my tweet that didn't fly. Uh, so basically you got refurbished eyes i got refurbished eyes <laughs> and i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it i want my eyes to work okay I'm bring sorry. back my eyes <laughs> <laughs> that's all i have to say i'm sorry mandy what about you so today I was watching the versus battle between uh Kurt Franklin and Fred Hammond and how blessed it was. And uh-huh. so today I tweeted on May 31st, I tweeted, see how Kurt Franklin put Marvin Sapp on the spot real quick. And he was uh ready within a millisecond. I feel like black folks, the only people who put singers on the spot. And <laughs> I don't know if it's a Southern thing or if it's, you know, all across the United States, but why do black folk always put a person on the spot to sing? You had a church program. Y'all celebrating the choir anniversary. Come on up and sing a song. You had a funeral. Come on up and sing a song. It's the birthday. Come and sing happy birthday. It's a hundred. It's a hundredth birthday. Why do y'all why do we appoint somebody to be able to sing on the spot? And if they don't have a selection already just come to their head, they'll be like, come on, now you ain't got no song? Well, no, I don't. I didn't know I was gonna sing right now. And so the day Marvin sat, he said hello or whatever. Because, you know, it's Kurt Franklin and Fred Hammond's battle. Now, while Marvin Sapp and Tamla Mayo was there, I don't know, because, you know, we're supposed to be social distancing. But either way, Marvin right. said hello. He he proceeded back to his seat. And then Kirk said, uh-uh, come in saying, never when I made it. And so here go Marvin. Got to sing right quick. And so Marvin sung that little part. He tried to sit back down. And then here Kirk somebody, no, come on, sing the song. Oh, and, there Kirk, and there what? Marvin, you know, right there, right there. To our Caucasian and our Asian and whatever descent you are, listeners, let me know. <laughs> Tweet us at we dangling. Email us at we dangling at gmail.com. Let us know if your family members put y'all on the spot the same. I need to know. Right. <laughs> Well, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to thank our sponsors. Um <laughs> like to thank Timo and Mandy. Uh, yes. Cause, Cause we all we got. <laughs> we all we got. Okay. We all we got. We're trying to, to get creative. stronger like Quita. Right. So thank Quita <laughs> and Quita sponsors. <laughs> okay. But but Quita, we do want to um you to just kind of give the the listeners, um, your handles and where they can follow you at. Absolutely. So on Instagram, you can find me at unconventional underscore Southern underscore bell on 
Facebook is the Unconventional Southern Belle. On Instagram, it's Shaquita Hyman, because I felt like being, you know, extra and just using my regular name. I don't know. Um, Pinterest, Unconventional Southern Belle. And then I also have a blog, at, which is theunconventionalsouthernbelle.com. Okay, cool. Yay. Well, go please follow her. She yes. gives, uh, you know, great content, especially for the girls um, who don't know how to put this stuff together like me. So thank you. <laughs> so thank you for thank you, Shaquita, so much for coming on. Yes, thanks, and boo. It's fun. Enjoy it. Yes. So I think that's it, y'all. Y'all take All care right. of yourselves. Stay dangling. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N.